Did perimenopause or menopause catch you off guard? Weird symptoms appearing from nowhere? Wondering who is this person who's inhabiting your body? And most of all, having no one to talk to about it? It happened to me too. And with all the chaos that it was causing me, I knew I had to figure it out. I dug in, reading often outdated books and searching obscure references on the internet. I learned how our shifting reproductive hormones mess with every cell in our bodies. And as I realized how complete this hormonal disruption was, I became determined to help other women understand and control their own menopause journey. Because menopause matters. And here, we talk about all things menopause. I'm your host, Jean Andrus, and this is Menopause Matters, the podcast. Hey, everybody, this is Sean Andrus, the menopause guru, and this is Menopause Matters. And I've been missing in action for a few weeks since sometime in midsummer and actually early summer. And I wanted to talk about why, because it's something that is kind of important and kind of was unexpected and frustrating and terrifying. And it, I think it has something to say for us as women in menopause, uh, in our menopause journey, and getting derailed, sidetracked, whatever. So today's episode is about trauma. And trauma, it comes in a lot of ways. It comes from a lot of places. And for us in our menopause journey, it can show up from repressed or ignored traumas that we've had in our past. That happened for me uh, a dozen years ago. I did some therapy. I did, did a lot of work on myself to get myself where I am now or where I was before the most recent. And it can come in trauma that happens in an instant um, or it can come in trauma that happens over months. So trauma comes from all kinds of places. It's very personal. What's traumatic for you, what's traumatic for me can be very, very different. So what happened to me this summer was um, we were, my husband and I were on a 10-week vacation slash work trip in which I was getting information for podcasts. I was talking with people. I was making connections. I was doing some running. I was doing all kinds of things. But it was also a trip. A, sort of a trip of a lifetime through some very, very, very beautiful places, places like uh, Glacier Mountain, uh, Glacier National Park in uh, Upper Montana. Uh, I was in Yellowstone Park. I was in Cody, Wyoming, um, the home of uh, or the sort of the central place for a, a stepping off place for a number of wild horse management areas where. Uh, the Mustangs run free. So um, I was excited to be there. And we had been out about six and a half, seven weeks. And 
in an instant, everything changed. My husband, due to a long-standing medical condition that has never affected his driving, um, all of a sudden was not there at the control of the car. Uh, he was in the driver's seat, but his muscles were rigid, and he wasn't there. He had no control over the car. We had a crash. It was a big crash. It could have been worse. It could have been, oh, so much worse because not just our truck was involved, but actually another truck, another camper were involved in every vehicle involved. Both the, the truck and the two campers were complete, uh, both trucks, both campers were completely destroyed. Uh, in an instant, the dream we had had just kind of up and disappeared. And we had to make some decisions about it. Well, no, I don't want to say that. It was traumatic. It was scary. Um, it could have been a lot worse. But for weeks, I replayed that incident in my head. And when it happened, when I, when I replayed it, it took over. And I was unable, I was literally unable to work. I was unable to, I, I would write a post sometimes. Sometimes I couldn't even do that. And it was about trying to get through this traumatic event. So what I want to say um, is that we have we have reactions to trauma. They take us out of our lives. But that's healing that trauma then becomes the most important thing that, that can happen for you. And if you don't take the time to make to fix those things, it's going it's going to be worse. Um now let's talk about old trauma, because what I found working with my clients is that for many, many women, we've put those traumas aside and now we're coming back. They're coming back up for us and we're trying, they're, they're getting in the way. And so healing those traumas is super important. And what I want to suggest to you is that you treat yourself gently. It's not that you should get over, have gotten over these things before. It's not that you should get over them in any given amount of time. It's going to take time. And you need to be the person um, who gives yourself the grace and the compassion and the time to heal that trauma. That's basically what I want to say. I've got a second conversation with a friend of mine for whom trauma, healing trauma has been a big thing for the last few years. And please, 
please listen to what Johanna and I have to say to each other because it's super important. And getting over these traumas is something that will make a difference in the rest of your life. I promise. I can't promise that I'll be as regular or as attentive to this podcast for the next few weeks. I have to reestablish a habit of, of getting up and making these recordings and getting them out because that was one of the things that I had to let go in order to heal myself. So for this, I want you to know that you are very, very important to me. My audience here is super important. And if you are dealing with trauma that's reemerging or trauma that's happening now and in the minute, in the moment, reach out to me because there are techniques that I've learned, techniques that I've used, and referrals that I can make when it's when what's going on with you is bigger than what I feel com comfortable handling. For now, I'm hoping that Menopause Matters is back full time, full, full strength. And I expect to have many, many, many more guests who have information, knowledge, that, and perhaps even products that you can use to make your menopause journey better. I'm Jean Andrus, the Menopause Guru. Sleep. It's so important to our health and to our hormonal balance, yet 90% of women report not sleeping as one of their worst symptoms. Get my free sleep tips at menopausematterspodcast.com slash opt-in. Hi, everyone. This is Jean Andrus, the Menopause Guru, and I'm here with Joanna Buss. And Joanna and I fell into a conversation today that I, I want to continue here with you all because it relates to the topic of trauma that we've been talking about in this episode. And uh, so Joanna said something this morning on Facebook that just really sort of got to me, which was that she had found herself this morning in a place where she was both revisiting a little bit of the trauma and being in a place of profound gratitude that she was through the drama, uh, the drama of the trauma. <laughs> and... <laughs> And that this was a time in her life where she was feeling the healing of trauma. So I want to talk with Joanna because I I have just been feeling sort of I'm getting to the end. Uh, fortunately, I, I we we've been talking about repressed trauma and uh, recent trauma, and and I feel like I'm getting to the end of my recent trauma. But I wanted to talk a little bit with someone else about this healing sense that we go through and what it means to, to stop and start in that healing and, and to find ourselves there and not there, uh, back in the real world and then back into the trauma. So Joanna, thank you so much for coming and talking with me today. I It just happened to be the perfect 
person at the perfect time to come and talk to to me about this. So anything that you want to do to uh, to introduce your trauma, you don't have to tell us particularly what it was or anything like that, but uh, just a little bit about how it came to be such a big part of your life in the last couple of years. Um, so my trauma is actually from my past. Um, it was uh, most of my childhood. It was a lot of things that I kind of refused to accept and acknowledge um, until about a couple of years ago. It really came to the forefront as this is something that was really holding me back in my life. And because of that, I wanted to address it. I wanted to be the best mom I could be. I wanted to be the best woman I could be for everyone around me, including myself. And I think most importantly, I wanted to learn how to love myself. And that trauma was something that was really holding me back. And so I started processing it and I started allowing myself to remember things. And it's it's been an uphill battle. And as it's like it was today, I found myself crying in my office, um, A, because I got triggered, but B, because I had come so far and it was just a great time to be grateful and to realize how far I'd come and who I was today because of it. So it's it's been really kind of a beautiful journey, minus all the craziness. <laughs> <laughs> minus all the craziness. So, um, you know, one of the things that we talked about earlier when we talked about doing this this conversation was how it kind of just, you'd be going along and this happened to me, this has happened to me. And this is the reason that this is the first podcast episode I've released since sometime in July. And I'd be going along and I'd be, I'd record an episode and I wouldn't be able to get it to the, the editor. I just couldn't remember to do it. I couldn't remember to think of it. And um, I'd find myself two days later thinking, what have I done? What have I actually accomplished? And I didn't, I don't have small children to bring me back to reality. But for me, part of, part of dealing with the trauma was this absolute need to just stop and, and do nothing, do just what the bare minimum to get by. Is that similar to what you were finding with you? Of course, like, as I said, small children do have a tendency to bring you back, but. Thank you. But at the same time, I completely understand what you're saying. It's kind of like this fog, like you're on this autopilot because you're not giving yourself the time to actually process what's going on inside your brain and your body. And because of that, your body's like doing two things at one time and it's doing neither one well. And so you're just kind of like lost. Yeah. Until you kind of stop and like allow yourself that space, which is completely against what society allows us to do or tells us we can do. Like you're supposed to go, go, go. You're always supposed to be productive. You're supposed to be, you know, moving forward. And there's always this sense that if I stop and do nothing, that somehow reflects on your self-worth and what you contribute to the world. So yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. Stopping is yeah. the most healthy thing you could do. It's also one of the hardest. Exactly. Exactly. And so you turned to therapy for a lot of your processing. Uh, and I'm, I am so glad you found a therapist who was good, good to work with and, and knew how to help you get through this. Um, I, on the other hand, have turned, turned to energy work, um, 
for this because partly because I don't think that there is the, um, as I have explained er, a little bit earlier in the episode, mine was a, a pretty drastic car accident that came very close to being um, multi fatalities, but fortunately by, by miracles, true miracles, it was not. Um, but because it's not repressed, I didn't feel like it was as much, it, it needed therapy as much as sort of the energy release. And I wonder what you think about trapped emotions and whether or not this is something that you, you still have stuff to work out or whether this is an ongoing process for you and how you finding dealing with it. Uh, oh my goodness. Yes. So many trapped emotions. Um, I repressed it for a very long time, which is why I think it's probably going to be a lifelong process. Um, little things will get to me and I'll have big reactions and big re emotions. Um, and really what I've learned is I need to lean into these moments, right? Mm -hmm. And allow myself to release that when the moment comes. And it's not always opportune. We were on a walk, um, my partner and I with the, the seven kids and um, I was having a conversation with with uh, one of the girls and she said something that was really triggering to me. I just started sobbing and I had to turn to my partner and be like, I'm so sorry. I need a minute. And I, I walked around the block in the other direction. So it's it's not always at the most opportune time. Yeah. Allowing yourself that time to like let it go is, has been huge in my journey. Mm. Mm. I want to talk a little bit because uh, just in terms of the repression, um, I, I I had a similar uh, incident in my childhood. It did not go on as long as yours. It probably was not as not as deeply traumatic as yours. Although uh, that whole thing of mine was worse than yours is <laughs> is. <laughs> is a ridiculous game to play and is a game that does just doesn't it doesn't suit it doesn't give anyone anything but um in terms of repressing trauma had you had things that came up before i know one thing so just sort of brought it all to the forefront for you did you have other inklings of it or was it just like all of a sudden it was there um, no, it's something that I, I feel like I continually battled, but I always, I guess, was so, had so much shame around it and mm. so much fear that I just continue to step it down as much as possible. Yeah. Yeah. So I know that when I work with clients in, in middle age, in, in menopause, who, um, we often do fall into a healing session with Reiki. Uh, which is one of my one of the modalities I work with, and we almost always find something that is um, really changed the way they thought about themselves and their lives, and they don't realize how big this was. And it doesn't have to be huge. And in a case that I can can think of recently. This happened to her because she, her grandfather, who she was very close to, passed away when she was about six or seven, and she just didn't get 
back then her mom and dad her mom and dad didn't think it was a big deal and they didn't give her the time and attention and space to deal with it and i know for for the things that you and i went through that wasn't an option it just wasn't um <laughs> unless somebody had had drawn us out of those circumstances those things just sometimes can't can't be but I guess I want to ask you about whether you think it's worth, would have been worth delving into the trauma at some point or whether it just needed to come out when it came out. Um, I'm actually, so that's one of the things that I've been working on most recently. <laughs> I feel like I have a lot of regret around that. It took me so long to finally be like, no, like it's okay for me to, to face these fears and to process this trauma and I will be a better person afterwards, but it's so scary. It's so hard and you don't want to think about it and you don't want to feel it again. And I don't know what you, but part of uh, the crazy things that I had developed because of my trauma was I had massive emotion suppression. I didn't want to feel any emotions. <laughs> so the idea of having to live through it again and to revisit it and to feel like allow myself to feel, one, it was just training myself that it was okay to do that again. And two, like being able to stand it, I really had to do it in small doses. Like I would let myself cry for like a minute and then shut it down. And then the next time it'd be like a minute and a half and then shut it down. So it was definitely a process. It was, would you say that it was worse, worse than the fear of it? Or was it, was the relief big enough that at the, at the end it was worth having released those emotions? At the end, it was definitely worth it. And I think that's where I have a little bit of regret that I wish I would have done sooner. I wish yeah. that I could have done this sooner for so many different reasons. And letting that go and being okay with this is what it is. And I can move forward from here. And I'm thankful, grateful that it's happened now. And <laughs> <laughs> So I know you, you and I met a couple of years ago at a, at a retreat. And I think this kind of just pulled you out of the work that you were doing, the, the coaching that you were doing, which was really good stuff at the time. I remember thinking, I am so impressed with this young woman <laughs> and, uh, you know, what you were, what you were looking to build. And I know you've pivoted a little bit. So what's, what's, what's Joanna's big thing in the world? What are you bringing out to the world? So now I'm just kind of focused on helping women become confident in who they are. I feel like we are our biggest, uh, we hold ourselves back, right? We get inside our heads. We, we tell ourselves that we can't. And I watch it over and over. And I was one of those women. And the, the last two years really helped show me that um, you can overcome this. And once you overcome this, like, have this new life and this new love for who you are and what you can do. And I, I want to help other women feel this way and, and get to that point where the voice inside their head isn't telling them that they suck. It's telling them that they are loved and they're incredible. And we get to move forward in life feeling that. That's kind of the pivot direction. And this is what comes on the, on the backside of releasing trauma. So it's, it's amazing. Um, 
And the reason I'm doing this episode is number one, to explain where the hell I've been for the last couple of months, but also to, to kind of make it okay or, or say it's okay to get into this trauma or what, what's holding you back, uh, which is often trauma. Um, it can be little trauma. Uh, it can be physical trauma. Like I dealt with, with the, with the car accident, it can be long-standing trauma. It can be, it can be repressed trauma. Um, one of the traumas that, one of the minor traumas that I had was had to do with a little boy in my nursery school who used to walk up every day to me and punch me in the stomach. And everyone wanted to say, oh, he loves you. He thinks you're cute. Oh, boys will be boys. It hurt. It hurt. <laughs> Um, I, it was not okay. So being told that we should just accept what, what happened as natural or normal or okay is, it's not where we need to be. So I, I do some work with trauma. Um, I'm not a trauma-informed counselor. Uh, and I think those people, if if your trauma is deep and heavy, um, I, I have several that I refer to as it's big. And what I want to say to you as a listener, as a watcher of this, is that coming through it makes you stronger, more confident, and more whole. And if that trauma is in your life, if you see it or you suspect it's there, or you suspect that your reaction to something is just glossing it over and saying, no, I'm not going to go back and deal with that. There are people out here who support you, who encourage you to do that piece of your life, do that piece of your work. Get on with the super important things that you do in, in life. I will make available Joanna's information for you if that is something that you feel like would be helpful to you to talk with Joanna, either about uh, resolving trauma or about gaining confidence in the world because she's an amazing young woman and uh, I just, I, I love bringing her out to you. And Joanna, thank you so much for coming and talking about trauma with me today. And for our listeners, be well, be happy, and get it right. Get, get, get the healing you need. It really will make a difference. Thank you for joining us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please submit a rating and review and share it with a friend. Menopause has many annoying symptoms, but not many are worse than the lack of sleep. If you are one of the 90% of women who suffer from menopausal insomnia and or fatigue, I'd love to offer you my free download, Five Tips to Get Better Sleep Tonight. You can get it at menopausematterspodcast.com sleep. And let me know which of these tips works best for you. 